in this day and age, we really do forget that we do have a community right at home and not just online. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Civic Podcast. Hey. I was waiting for you to say hey. <laughs> um, you guys, today is my family dog, Rudy's 15th Yes. Birthday. Happy Can you birthday, even believe? Queen. No. Isn't that honest, insane? No. Like, actually, no, like, I actually cannot believe. <laughs> I thought she'd be deceased. No, because we actually rescheduled a podcast about two weeks ago because we thought she was going to die two weeks ago today. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I am, it's her birthday, which also means it's August 1st, which mm-hmm. to me, even though I'm, you know, I am in school, but also I'm, like, finishing up my semester right now, and then I'm going to have a break and then yep. start another one. Um, so I did a summer semester, so it doesn't feel like I really had like a summer break, you know, mm-hmm. but even, you know, not being in traditional, like regular go to par- like in-person school, August still feels just like the end of the summer to me, even though it very much is not. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. Like to me, it's like June, July or summer. August is school. September on is like fall. So like September's fall, October's Halloween, November's yep. Thanksgiving, December is Christmas. Christmas. Yes. Um, we're making it to the best time. We really are. We're. We're slowly inching. Slowly to inching. The yeah. And like, most wonderful time of the year. It makes me very excited. And we talked about this at the end of the episode, but it makes me very excited because I, both excited and stressed, I want to emphasize, but <coughs> I have officially 23 days when we're recording this until I graduate. And I'm so jealous. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And like, uh, like, I just have so much to do. And then, like, it just, mm-hmm. uh, like, it just, in my head, I'm like, okay, so this means uh, graduating, I need to finish my thesis and do my marketing class, I need to start applying for new jobs, and mm-hmm. I need to be doing content creation and podcast stuff, so, like, right now, it just feels overwhelming, but then it's also, like, like you were saying, like, it's fall, and then it's, you know, Halloween, and then it's Thanksgiving, and then it's Christmas, and then it's... January and then it's basically the wedding right after yeah and I'm I'm definitely like something I was thinking about this morning um and I was listening to a podcast yesterday where they were talking about this it was what we said they did like an advice column and one of the questions was about this was I feel like we kind of it with every season you kind of get to that part of the you know of the year a couple times a year where it's like every day is the same Mm -hmm. there's not really like a break coming up Mm -hmm. or a holiday coming up or like a big event coming up for everybody um and you know I had like a you know like I had a party this weekend that I was like oh this is gonna be fun whatever and then now I don't really have a set thing right to like look forward to or whatever yeah like I have like everyday plans but when you don't have something like that or like right after you come back home from a trip you know it can get kind of like depressing depressing is the only (laughs) word I can think of but you, you guys know what I mean like um kind of every day is the same. You wake up, you do the same thing every day, and then there's kind of no end in sight to that. Yeah. And that's something that we've talked about on the podcast before. That is one of the hardest things post-grad for me yeah. is kind of grappling with the idea of, you know, when you're in college, obviously you're going to class, whatever, but every day is just not the same. You have this class on Monday, Wednesday, this one on Tuesday, yep. Thursday, and then you have, you know, this after class, and then you have, like, uh, this club meeting, and then you have, like, this date party on the and weekend. And then you have different like, there's people, constantly, like, every day. Constantly, like, yeah. yeah. There's constantly stuff. But then, like, now, my life and your life, too, I wake up, I move out of my bed into somewhere, and I work all day. Maybe I do something in the evening, and then I go to bed, and I wake up, and I do the same thing, and then on the weekends, yep. I do whatever I want. Um, 
And so I kind of feel like we're at that part of the summer where it's like, yes. it's so hot yes. doing the same thing every day. Yep. It, there's no holidays coming up. There's just, you know, it's nothing's changing. Right. Even like the, the temperature isn't changing. Like nothing's changing. Um, so I'm definitely ready to get into the time of year where there's kind of more going on and more changes happening. Um, totally. And I'm sure you feel the same. Yeah. And I think like just with school and like this is like a whole other topic I feel like we could have like a whole freaking episode about this but just like the balance of like okay I want to get this thing done but like how much am I willing to sacrifice for that thing and like that is school for Mm -hmm. me right now like I genuinely don't have a personal life and like I mean I have a personal life I don't have a social life like obviously I still allocate time to spend with Austin because we're getting married like I gotta keep that relationship going you know for the rest of my life so I've got to put energy into it but I think like the amount of events and just like opportunities even just to like I don't know see my baby brother you know I've had to sacrifice mm-hmm. and it's been extreme like at first I was like oh whatever like you know graduate fast like blah 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 but like the reality is that I feel like I have missed out on things and I feel just like yeah. so emotionally drained and I'm just so looking forward to like literally being able to like go outside. I'm so pale. I've never been more pale in my entire life yeah. because I don't go outside, which one, my skin yeah. has never looked better like skin wise, but I am mm-hmm. white. Like I am yeah. the most pale ever, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I mean, even like last week we were just talking about kind of like the monotony. I was, I'm on this venture to find a co-working space that I Mm -hmm. like, or I'm not even set for it being a co-working space. I just need a space to go that is not my house to work. Um, And I'm kind of struggling with like how exactly I want to do that and like how financially I want to do that. So if anybody has any recommendations, I know everybody says just go to a coffee shop, but like the chances of me going to a coffee shop and not being able to find a seat are so high. (laughs) Right. Um, and so then I'm just like driving around town, wasting an hour, you know, coffee shop hopping until I can find somewhere. And then I go spend like 20 bucks on a coffee. So I've just kind of been like thinking on that recently and trying to figure out a solution for myself. Um, because I don't even have an office at my house. All I have is my kitchen table that I'm sitting at, you know, but, um, it's just, I don't know. And it's routines and it's just kind of, everything's just getting to be a little like, okay Mm -hmm. you know um when all the like the luster of the summer wears off and there's no more trips left and everybody's going back to school and everything seems to be kind of like falling back into whatever it is um so if you guys are struggling with that too know that you're not alone and please dm me if you have any advice on how you've kind of gotten out of that um i even was talking to alexis about like trying a new like morning beverage like (laughs) yeah just Mm -hmm. adding something like something a little bit different yeah and like even like i went through the phase in the new year where i wanted to cook more and i was cooking more i was hello freshing it um and i haven't done that recently and i've just not cooked a meal in i have not cooked myself a meal in weeks 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 unless you count tortellini which (laughs) yeah does not count Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I actually did not know how badly I needed to unload all of that on you. So I hope everybody is feeling really good about me unloading my, my issues on you guys. That's what y'all are here for. If if I have not posted any of this, please everyone DM me with like a knife emoji, but, um, uh, find her address and send her hate (laughs) mail. Please do. Um, but no, I'm starting like a series of like easy meals for when you're not, when you like can't give a shit. And Katie, like, yeah. literally DM'd me, texted me, and was like, please, please give me one right now. Please. 
No, I see. Like, it's seriously a problem. I am sure a lot of you who live alone can relate. Um, I have no motivation because, okay, I'm not cooking for anybody. Nobody's mm-hmm. relying on me except myself. I'm like, oh, I'll just eat cereal or yeah. like, I'll just go to McDonald's. You right. Know? Um, anyway, we have not even mentioned who today's guest <laughs> is. Today we had Sorry, Emma Mama. McGoldrick of, <laughs> yeah, Emma McGoldrick of ESM Creative. She is. Um, a graphic designer. She is also a co-founder of Golden Hour Guild, which is a community for creative entrepreneurs. Um, but she is a graphic designer, an independent graphic designer. Um, she has been kind of an Instagram friend of mine for a couple of years now. She is super talented. She is just very, you can tell from the way that she presents herself online that she just runs her business in such a professional and kind of seamless way. Um, she's also about to start a podcast, which I know all of you listening are going to want to be listeners of hers as well. Yes. I can't wait to listen. Um, I think it's going to be really, really actionable and really usable tips. And for the first episode comes out today. If you're listening, if if you're listening to this, it's already out. So go listen. Yes. So yeah, go listen. It's called Sorted. Um, and definitely go give her a listen after you finish this episode. But we kind of just chatted about community as a creative and, you know, working alone and connecting with other people connecting with clients and just kind of all that kind of stuff so I guess we should just go ahead and get into the episode um but yeah okay hi Emma thank you so much for coming on to the podcast we're so excited to have you so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for anybody who might not know you and tell us about all of the different things that you do okay hi and uh thanks so much for having me I'm excited to be here and record with you guys um my name is Emma McGoldrick and I am the lead designer and founder I never know what to say when like it's hard to introduce yourself when you're like but I uh I started ESM creative studio um I now I have uh other people that work for me so I don't ever know it's like not just me so I don't know if or know how to like start uh what I say but I'm an independent graphic designer is kind of what I've learned to say uh mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. yeah anyway <laughs> yeah so I have ESM Creative Studio and then I am a co-founder of Golden Era Guild which is a retreat and community for creative entrepreneurs um and then I also am launching a podcast soon um called which Sorted with <laughs> with another uh graphic designer friend of mine so those three things are my majority of my work side yeah <laughs> so fun um so why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about ESM creative and kind of like how you got started in the journey with how you've grown it yeah so I um initially started school kind of in the pre-med track I thought I wanted to be a dermatologist and uh, I thought that was like a way I could help people and mm-hmm. that's kind of where my passion for the sciences came from and I really enjoyed Uh, math and stuff so I thought that that was the only way I could go in school and while I was doing Mm -hmm. that um, I started doing graphic design on the side as a creative outlet and for clubs I was in and for if you know there was a group project I was the one that did the deck and um, I started teaching myself photoshop and illustrator and things like that on the side and watching lots of youtube and just kind of like how anyone else that's self-taught you know kind of gets into it and learns about it um I took like one graphic design class in high school, but I never really, I don't know why, but I didn't really know that it could be like a full on mm-hmm. you know, career path after school. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're all kind of in the same page as yeah, that. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like that's a pretty common, like, oh, yeah. this is like an actual thing. What? Yeah. yeah. When I meet like um, the, the graphic designer, her name's Alex. I'm starting my podcast with 
um she went to school for graphic design i'm always i always tell her i'm like i'm so jealous you like found it and like found this passion so like at 18 like i didn't mm-hmm. know that i could even make money doing stuff like that so i also i feel like we're all kind of in this boom when i'm a little i think i'm like a year above you like ahead of you guys in school um mm-hmm. but when we were all graduating like there was a lot of there was like a boom of like starting your own like business and i think that that yeah. was you know, kind of this weird like time and with COVID and a lot of people started businesses during that time. So it was like this, the timing just kind of was a good time to uh, get out there. And I also started ESM Creative with a lot of podcast clients. And Mm. when I started the, like doing stuff virtually for, because I started doing um, graphics for like local businesses in my college town. That's how I like first, my first client quote-unquote quote-unquote client mm-hmm. um yeah. it's like nothing's run correctly yeah. you're just like doing yeah. shit like getting venmoed yeah that's how i'm like is it a client is it oh a client? i wasn't even being venmo my first client i um i bartered yoga classes for design work. i was gonna say was it yeah. a trade that <laughs> yeah. makes sense lots yeah. of trades yeah. uh, well, it was in college too so yeah. for me i was like pumped to trade like there's a local grocery oh, yeah. store i did some stuff for and they're like here here's like you can have to spend 60 dollars i was like yeah like yeah yeah uh, i liked it in co- you know in school it was fun so mm-hmm. and, it, and again i i changed my major in college to marketing um i went like i did like a career aptitude test and they were like, you'd be good in business school. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, I guess I'll do that <laughs> sure. instead. Sure, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so graphics was still just totally, like, graphic design and, and illustration and all those things that I do was just a side project in my mind. And it wasn't until I was graduating um, from school and I was applying to these marketing jobs and I knew I wanted to move to New York and or and or a big city so I was applying kind of all over and I was getting offers back for like not money that wasn't it wasn't what I was expecting like I was expecting like a New York City job to be like you know so much money and be able to like live Mm -hmm. my life and I was getting back offers and also I was asking as you know they tell you in school to ask you know what what would my day-to-day be like and what you know all those questions and I really just wasn't excited about the type of work that these intro jobs were and yeah. that's mm-hmm. I mean I don't think anyone's super excited about like assistant right. you know like you know those entry-level jobs right but I had built this small it was very small but I had built this little business of my own that in college I always kind of assumed I would keep on the side or I'd make stuff for friends or it would be mm-hmm. helpful if I ever wanted to start a company or something like that um and my senior year of school I after getting these job, like, uh, I guess, was it, was it like job offers? Yeah, job. I can't think of what it was called. It's been so long. Um, <laughs> um, after getting these job offers, I, it was that's what kind of made me go uh, full-time freelance. And so right. when I mm-hmm. moved to New York, I went like full, full gung-ho. And I went, you know, I went to every networking event I could find. I joined a co-working space so that I could meet clients. Um mm. And I really did, like, as much as I possibly could um, to grow grow my business. And I was really lucky that the mixture of, I think, some talent and some luck and also being in the right place at the right time, I was able to go full-time after graduating. That's amazing. Yeah. And I, I really like this. You said this well, like, a little bit ago. But I like what you said about... Um, Whenever you're like, I took this aptitude test, and then I was like, I guess I'll switch because I feel like that's something that people don't talk about enough. Where like, 
when you're 18 or you're 19 or you're 20, so many people have no idea, not only that these jobs exist as jobs, but it's really, really hard to know what you're good at yeah. because you've been in all of these classes in high school. You probably did okay in all of them. Yeah. I mean, if you're failing out of any of them, you're not graduating, <laughs> you know? So you probably did decently well in all of them. Um, and I feel like there's so much pressure, especially going into college, to know what you want to do. Um, yeah, it's and crazy. even, yeah, like, how are you supposed to know? I mean, I changed my major. I don't, I, I struggle to find somebody who didn't change I their changed major. my major six times. Um, so <laughs> I, yeah. I really didn't know what yeah. I wanted to do. <laughs> Um, I yeah. changed mine like last minute and created my own. So it was like the biggest rush ever because I was like, hey, I want to change it. And they were like, you only have one month left to change it to anything. And you want to make your own? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, so it was kind of a mess. But yeah, I feel like there's a lot of pressure to know what you want to do. But I don't know. I, f- I also feel like there's a lack of visibility of like all the jobs that are available. Yeah. Yeah, like, and, you know, and doctor, not lawyer, even, yeah, you know, whatever. yeah, and also I, uh, I come from my, I put myself through college, and I come from a background mm. where my parents weren't doctors, lawyers, those type of jobs, um, and they, you know, they they weren't at a position to be like, oh, you should, you know, go into medicine to make money, but that's right. kind of where my yeah. mindset was, is I wanted to kind of, kind of grow past what I had grown up as and I wanted to make money Mm -hmm. and I wanted to you know get into this new world and so I in my mind like when I was 18 17 making these decisions I was like oh I gotta be a doctor to make money like that's the only way so and it's yeah it's really interesting how I, I know it's like a really silly comparison and you might not know the reference but have you ever seen the B movie Yes. One with like, <laughs> you know how he has to like pick his job and it's like a yeah, for bees right only like five mm-hmm. days and they they pick their job for like the rest <laughs> of their life. I feel like at eighteen that's really like the structure that currently yeah. is in place and it's hard to find. There yeah. are colleges out there where you can't you go in undecided like you're you're you know yes yeah you you, like, you have, have to, to yeah. and you have to take like a variety of classes which honestly I wish I had done and my sister's eighteen she's mm-hmm. going to gonna be a freshman in college in the fall and like. I, she leaves for school in like 10 days it's crazy um it's so August. does my brother it's so crazy <laughs> it's wild yeah. um and she's going in and she's like oh I think I want to do this but because she had me and she saw like my journey and uh, she's like oh I I like can change my major it's okay versus mm-hmm. me I had so yeah. much anxiety and stress about changing majors and also because I was I had a full ride to school but I was putting myself through like I was paying for my rent and things like that so I was so stressed mm-hmm. about like oh I can't stay an extra semester like I you know yeah. all those things so for me yeah. I didn't have like the the flexibility of changing majors and staying longer and things like right. that so I was always so stressed about it and it's you can change I mean I changed my major to from sciences so I changed like from biomedical engineering to biochemistry you know to chemical engineering to biochemistry to biology then to business then to marketing so, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and I changed from sciences so to to marketing when I was, I think a junior technically. Like I only was in the business school for three three semesters. So right. you're able like, and I I had to take extra classes and things like that. But I did it like it was you know. So I think it's you know you can change your major later and later than you think you can. I think um, also I, just, I don't know I don't know if you can do this in other schools, but at. Or I'm pretty sure you can. But at UVM, the school that I went to, you can go in undecided for, like, yeah. a good yeah. amount of time. And I I wanted to um, – I didn't want to go to the school that I went to because I got free tuition, which was very – I'm very grateful for it. But, um, <laughs> but I had to choose a program that I didn't 
want to do because they didn't have what I mm-hmm. wanted to do, um, which yeah. was actually graphic design um, was what I wanted to do. But I went for originally, originally business, and then I got into it, and I'm like, wow, this sucks ass. And then I <laughs> quickly shifted to art education, which, mm-hmm. you know, I I loved my time in art education, but it really didn't, like, you know, it. I already knew it wasn't what I wanted it to be. But my point is, is, like, now I'm going to SCAD. Like, it will work out, and, you, like, you'll figure mm-hmm. it out. And that shift from the business school to our education was literally, like, the second day of freshman year. And I thought my world was, like, crashing around me. That, like, I didn't Mm want to be in the business program. And, like, oh, should I? I was literally, like, crying to my mom that I should, like, drop out. Like, why is that so dramatic? Mm -hmm. Like, why why does it have to be this, like, huge dramatic choice when it's, like, it's just a piece of paper? Like, yeah. yeah, Also, your degree is going to say... It's going to say BA or BS. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, it's yeah. just going to, it's going to be <laughs> like, she graduated from college. Study. Like, it doesn't really, <laughs> like, I don't know. And especially undergrad, like, there's so many, at least for UVM, there were so many requirements for, like, everybody. I don't remember what they're called. Like, the... Gen eds. Yes, the gen yeah. eds. Like, we had so many that, like, so many people were get, taking the same classes. Like, yeah. yes, like, junior, yeah. senior year, you're taking, you know, specialized, but, like, you're still getting pretty much like the same yeah. education just yeah. a little bit more and spe- so many people like I, I would say probably majority of my friends don't use the degree they even got like yeah oh yeah, yeah. I don't yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah I feel like that's very common um after this long tangent about college <laughs> I hope everybody listening is um gonna change your major immediately <laughs> but um okay so the way that I found you Emma initially is because of gals on the go um if you're listening and you don't know, that's a podcast. It's Danielle, Carolyn, and Brooke Michio. I grew up watching them. Watch them since I was like a baby. I swear. Um, <laughs> but so obviously you've been throughout your time um, with the ESM Creative since you started it. You worked with a lot of creatives, like you said. You were working with a lot of podcasters at the beginning. Um, you worked with other creative business owners and YouTubers. So I know as somebody who is creative, working with another creative can be difficult. It can also be really, really cool. Um, but there's just a lot that goes into two creative or two or three, you know, however many creative minds working together. So kind of what has your experience been working with people who are so creative as a creative business owner yourself? Yeah, I think it's really interesting um, to, I think there's like, I think the word creative and it's something that like, uh, you know, with Golden Hour Girl, we call it creative entrepreneurs because we want it to be open to everyone. And I think mm-hmm. with the word creative, it's hard because like a lot of people that I work with are definitely like a creative or a, a content creator or things like that but they're not necessarily creative in the sense of like um, artistic or um, yeah or like the, they have a lot of them have like an eye for like an aesthetic but they're not mm-hmm. <laughs> check your you yeah, know uh, but <laughs> <laughs> they are um, necessarily don't know how to like bring things to life and I love that's like my yeah. favorite people to work with is someone that has an eye for design maybe but not necessarily the skills to actually execute that design um right. or yeah. have like an eye for knowing what looks good but don't necessarily know what they want themselves um and that's kind mm-hmm. of where I found I love like taking people's ideas and their um you know kind of their passions behind what they're creating and then actually making a visual mm-hmm. Uh, piece you know piece from what they're wanting to create so I love I love working with um creatives in, in you know overall I also love working with 
I think anyone, honestly, any kind of entrepreneur like that's starting a business, they're creative in some mm-hmm, sense. Mm-hmm. Like right now I'm working yes, with someone absolutely. that's making a home goods store. And mm. um, like she has such a beautiful eye for these pieces that she's like sourcing from all over the world. And, she, you know, she goes on these buying trips and things like that. And she, like to be able to find, like for me, I am not interior stuff. Anybody that's mm-hmm. looking, I have a bike to my left and a bookshelf to my right. <laughs> no, interior stuff is not my forte. And so I love working with people that have eyes for other pieces and other like senses right. of creativity um, because there's yeah. so many meanings within that word, like a creative, like there's so many different, um, you know, skill sets. People that, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, skill sets that fall under that <laughs> umbrella. So I love, you know, working, especially like um, photographers are a great example. Like, I am yeah. not a photographer, um, and I love working with them because they have such a beautiful eye and such a great like. I feel like with graphic design, it's it's you can anyone can learn it, but I think that having an mm-hmm. eye for like spatial awareness, um, typography, like there's certain things that you really just have to have like an eye for. You know, you can learn the technical yeah, skills and you can learn color and you can learn you know certain things, but mm-hmm. I really do think that there's an overall sense of like that design eye that really is like a a like a trait not a skill if that makes sense yeah and yes yeah absolutely agree. yeah so I love working with creatives that have that that just don't necessarily have like the technical skills so like photographers right. for example or um people that are you know uh like like servicing creatives like to copywriters or um virtual assistants or things like that that are you know understand mm-hmm. the field but aren't necessarily in it themselves um those mm-hmm. are like my yeah. favorite people to work with but yeah yeah, yeah. i feel like with yeah. I, feel- I feel like with um creatives like like we talked about with like the skill set it's the similar thing with graphic designers that they have like you said the eye but also i feel like if you're going to be a successful graphic designer you also have you also have to have like a business eye almost yeah and like yeah. the understanding of marketing and like when you're creating a logo you're not just creating like the 2d like you yeah. know image you're also yeah. yeah just something pretty you're creating something that is going to be easily recognizable that can something that can fit into the little tiny tiny little circle in instagram but then something that can then be transferred to a billboard you know yeah. like it's yeah not just the image and I think that um it's just really because I've had to work with other creative people with the podcast with Katie with Eat Smarter with whatever with school um and it's just really interesting to see like how people's different mindsets like come together um and like even if you're not like a visual person like you can still be creative in business as well like you can come together mm-hmm. with that like marketing and add it all together and it creates this like whole you know everybody brings a little piece and it comes together I think it's really cool um yeah. but anyways so speaking of working with creatives together um so you and Steph Powell created Golden Hour Guild which is a community for creative entrepreneurs which we already said what inspired you to kind of like start golden hour guild and how did that concept kind of yeah. be born yeah so kind of taking it back a little bit further just to understand the how stuff and i started working together but um so when i first started i offered web design as a service offering because that's what everyone does and if you do branding mm-hmm. you offer web and um so i got sucked into that i took some 
Squarespace courses and I was like, yep, I'm good to go. Um, <laughs> and uh, after like a year and a half, I was kind of starting to get a little burnt out and just not loving what I was doing. And mm-hmm. I took a step back and um, I was looking at kind of what I like to do and what I didn't like to do. And I really realized that I really did not enjoy web design and I loved branding and I loved helping brands come to like come to fruition on a website but I didn't love the actual process of it and so I realized that I wanted to outsource web um, and someone that I could find that I wasn't outsourcing fully like I wasn't just like handing off the branding and being like okay here you go like all done um here's your web designer you know you're done with me now off to this next person (laughs) so I actually just posted something on my story and I was like hey anybody um any Squarespace designers that would like to like come join my team um and Steph was Steph responded like four times she's like me you know me hi me (laughs) (laughs) and like it was one of those like question box on my story I was like okay okay and Mm -hmm. I I can't remember I think we had been we like dm for a while um and that's like you know we kind of known of each other but I didn't really I'd never talked or anything like that Instagram acquaintances yeah Instagram acquaintances we're both from so I'm from um Hilton Head, South Carolina, and she's from Savannah, Georgia, which, for those that don't know, Mm -hmm. it's, like, 40 minutes apart. So we're from the same area. Um, So it's really nice because when I go home, like, we get together and get together and we see each other and we get to, like, co-work and stuff, so it's kind of fun. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so we started working together and I started – I would be part of, like, the phone calls and I'd be part of, like, the wireframing and then she would do the actual development and build out and technical side of web design and we offer – uh, Squarespace and show it um, and like we do facelifts for others but we don't do full build outs um, but anyway mm-hmm. so Steph and I we started doing this and because I wasn't doing the development I was able to bring on more branding clients and so we were both very we were like very busy during the pandemic and during the pandemic mm-hmm. I feel like there was a surge of creativity like people were I, I don't know why but people were pumping out the businesses so mm-hmm. we had yeah. <laughs> lots of um I mean, I know why, because people had time to, you know, time to be creative. (laughs) But um, anyway, so we were super busy, and we got to this point in, like, it was, like, I think it was November of 2020, I believe is when we, or maybe October of 2020. Anyway, it was fall of 2020, and we had been so busy the past couple months, and we were, you know, very grateful for the business and very grateful for, you know, it had been both of our, like, most successful months and things like that. Um, And we were both, like, very, very burnt out, and, you know, I think on top of that, it was the pandemic. It was, this is a story of burnouts. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, on top of the pandemic, but also being busy. So we were like, let's look for, you know, I don't know if we, you know, there's probably nothing available yet, but it was kind of starting at this point. It was when everyone was kind of getting vaccinated and things were starting mm-hmm. to kind of look up. And we were like, let's look for something next summer, some kind of like retreat or some kind of entrepreneurial, like we wanted like some kind of entrepreneur retreat or something that like, we were like thinking okay if we can't find anything we'll like go we'll pick a place and the two of us will just go and like work on our own businesses and not take any client work for like a week um Mm -hmm. and so anyways we started doing all this research over a zoom call and we found retreats that were either like 10 grand a person or were very um not to just not our vibe in the sense of they were very like girl boss pink and sparkles and 
that yeah. kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. And that's just not who we were. Mm-hmm. Um, it might fit some other people. It's just not what we wanted. We wanted something a little bit more serious, if you, you know, with that kind of sense. Um, so when we were burnt out and we wanted something to rejuvenate us, we started another business. Um, we saw this, like, <laughs> gap. Um, oh, there we go. <laughs> yep. Um, for people our own age, uh, for mainly focusing on women and non-binary people but we wanted to mm-hmm. um we're not we're kind of straying away from that language if, if anyone wants to apply they can apply um you mm-hmm. know it's not it's our last one was all women but um we've kind of opened up this new this last one to any and all people but um mm-hmm. yeah so we started it as as a retreat for ourselves but also to include other people so it is really in a sense of a community like Steph and I are not leaders like we are organizers and we are mm-hmm. um you know but the first one we didn't you know generally we didn't make a lot of money and it was more just kind mm-hmm. of to get this group of people together in one place have speakers have events so we had a yoga teacher come we had someone talk about accounting we had someone talk about you know when you're an entrepreneur there's no one telling you you're doing a good job and there's no I mean your clients are but there's no one and there's no boss yeah. there's no one giving you raises no. there's no one giving you promotions so we had someone come mm-hmm. speak about you know being your own boss and how to make sure that you're you know ma- achieving goals and maintaining like on the on the right track and things like that um we had someone come speak about um so how to incorporate your business and if you should and when you should and if you're the right kind of you know escort first LLC and all those things um Mm -hmm. we had a a meditation workshop so it's kind of it was it's mind body and soul is like our you Mm -hmm. know we want to hit all those things but uh we loved it so much that we uh booked another one uh coming up in November so we're in the midst of planning that um and yeah we're looking forward to it and looking forward we're going to keep it small um it's only 10 spots um, so that's our kind of our goal is we're going to try to do it twice a year and keep it small. Um, but we found it to be just a really like beneficial, not only for us and it, honestly, like the joke that I made earlier that we were burnt out, we created another company. It did fulfill that need that we were looking for because we were mm-hmm. able to, um, it's something that's not our day-to-day client work. It's like this other, yeah. you know, this other, it is rejuvenating in like another sense. And also right. just the feedback we got from the last one of, we had we were very stressed because we had we were expecting it to be because Steph is a a photographer by her main trade and a web designer Mm -hmm. is like her secondary kind of um Mm -hmm. service offering and I'm I'm a graphic designer and illustrator and whatnot so we were thinking we'd attract all like people it would all be web web, you know web graphic and photographers and it was a variety of people um Mm -hmm. and a variety of ages and things like that so we just were very nervous about being able to um be beneficial for all right. the people that came mm-hmm. and every single you know every we got so much great feedback that we were we were you know it gave us uh, a sense of um like i don't know like it rejuvenated my creativity for just yeah that sense. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and i i feel like one of the main benefits of something like that of a community like you said so you, you know you don't have a boss when you when you work for yourself but also you don't have coworkers. you have nobody to like be like hey what do you think about this? And I think something that especially if you've never worked in like a traditional work environment, you've only worked for yourself, you don't realize that like you're not just sitting in your office all day doing things by yourself. If you are, then your work environment's probably 
kind of toxic. Um, <laughs> but you, like you're collaborating with people, especially in a kind of like a creative work environment. Yeah. Um, I worked at an agency in Birmingham and we were constantly like working together on things because it would be one person's doing the branding for this person or for this business and somebody else is doing the website, somebody else is doing the social media, you know. So you're constantly working together. So I feel like that's something that um, I definitely feel the lack of working for myself. Yeah. Um, it can be super isolating. So I feel like that's another huge benefit is just – Obviously, when you're together at the retreat, you have everybody to talk to, whatever. But then you have these people who you can get their number. You can text them and be like, hey, this just happened with my client. How would you handle this? Yeah. Or like, yeah. is this logo ugly? Yeah, you know, like, exactly. <laughs> what's yeah. wrong? Like, I'm looking at this and I can't tell what's wrong. Yeah. Can you tell me what's like, you know, what's wrong? Exactly. Um, and I feel like that's a really, really huge thing. Yeah. Um, but I guess kind of other than retreats, what other resources does Golden yeah. Hour Guild offer to yeah, yeah, so we have anyone can join for free. It's a Slack channel, um, and it's really nice because with Slack, I know like Steph and I went back and forth on like where to build out this community because I think Slack has like a very corporate connotation, but it's mm-hmm. so nice because you can create these little like we call them little rooms. I know I think they're called channels technically, but for mm-hmm. different topics. So exactly like you said, Katie, like if you want to have feedback for um, a logo that you're creating or um, we have one that's just for the people that went to Austin and we have one that's for the people that's going to Charleston so they can get to know each other before they go. Um, yeah. And the Austin one, like we set goals in Austin for the, the month after, three months after, six months after and we like check in all the time on everyone in there and mm-hmm. like one of the girls yeah. that came, um, she wanted, she has a, a business and she also works full time, like a nine to five and her goal was mm-hmm. to quit by three months after the retreat and she just quit and she sent a message and everyone's like wow everyone like sent like all the emojis like t- congratulating her so mm-hmm. it's fun oh to um have exactly kind of what you just said katie have those people that are co- you know those colleague feeling friends um mm-hmm. yeah yeah i feel like y'all are like orientation leaders that sounds a lot like <laughs> the group news that you make before <laughs> yeah. college orientation where you're like Good morning, happy Monday. What's everybody doing today? Like yeah, you're just yeah. sending stuff in there, and everyone's That's literally like, literally a message I sent. I think today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I I love that, and that's yeah. like I I just feel like community is like. It's not underrated. Everybody knows how important it is, but it's something that you can easily forget whenever you're working for yourself because you're yeah, like, yeah. how can I make more money? How can I do this and that? Like, yeah. and you forget that like you kind of have to like fill that side of everything too. Like you have to have your work friends. You know, you yeah. Like yeah. me and Alexis, we're like work friends. Yeah. We're not, I mean, we don't we're also, work. I'm going to be in her wedding yes. and like, we don't technically work in the same place at all and we don't even do the same thing, Except but like we're work friends, you know, like we do do the podcast, we, yeah, but that's true, obviously. <laughs> um, but like we're work friends and I think it's obviously really important. And Emma, I know that you have like just a number of little, we, both of us <laughs> kind of the same, a few of the same Instagram friends slash work friends, you know, yeah. I feel like it's important. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun to have those people that you can it's it's you know your your friend friends that are like my you know my friends in New York they can only listen to me talk about work so much so yes and they uh, and they only like, understand yeah, they so just much. don't get they're it like, yeah. Totally. yeah 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 I feel so like it's nice to have yeah. people. I, I don't want to put words in your mouth but I feel like what like Golden Hour Guild might be able to benefit like your clients customers whatever you want to call them as well as yourself like for the podcast I feel like Katie and I get like, we will stop a recording with a guest and we're like, wow, I feel like I got a lot out of that. Or, like, the community that we've built, like, feel like we get just as much out of it. Do you feel the same mm-hmm. that, like, inspired for yourself in your own business by the experiences that you've created? Yeah, definitely. I think I think it's not only 
when honestly when we started it was more it at uh, that whole story it's more for us than it was for other right. people. <laughs> yeah it really was and mm-hmm. it's you know it, it's benefiting other people obviously but also it's really interesting where a lot of people that have joined the community are client past clients of mine um mm-hmm. or current really clients cool. mm-hmm. so it's really fun because i'm able to offer something that you know we can stay in touch and it's it's not i i love like i genuinely like i love my clients for the most you know for the most part um, i love them <laughs> and so yeah. i want to like stay in touch and i want to see how their business is doing and i want to see you know how they're using the branding i created or right. the graphics i created or things like that so mm-hmm. um i love that that is like a part that you know is an option for them to stay in touch and stay like especially because i do work for a lot of creatives they are able to kind of stay as part of you know the the, the fam um yeah and that's kind of similar with um so i can tell you just like briefly but so i went to a conference back in may of this year with a graphic designer who i had only ever talked to on zoom and on instagram she's like hey i got a room with two queen beds do you want to come to this conference with me and i was like you know what 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 can i have to lose she's mm-hmm. you know yeah I mean, she had five she's not a five and, uh, yeah yeah like what can she do to me um yeah. so yeah so i went to this conference with alex um of ap the creative and we were like the fastest friends like i feel like we've known each other for our whole lives at this point and yeah we both joke mm-hmm. around we're both going to be like in each other's weddings and all that kind of stuff and, yeah. yeah um yeah but we were, were it was like a sleepover we were like lying in bed and we were like looking at each other talking all night like as a magnet that probably sounds weird but um we were like lying <laughs> in bed and like looking at each other and we're like hey um have you ever thought about starting a podcast and she's like oh my god i was gonna ask you that tomorrow it was on my list of things to do <laughs> just like written in her notes app she's like ask him <laughs> So um, that came out of just like a, and for that, it's, that was more started. I mean, I have been, I have been pushed to start a podcast for so long since like, right. because I started yeah. with a podcast, you know, clients, I, mm-hmm. everyone's was like, you need to start one, you need to start one. I've been like, everyone's starting one. I don't need to start a podcast. I don't like talking. Like, I don't like hearing my voice. I honestly hate hearing my voice. Um, yeah. I like, what do I, no one cares about like my day to day. Um, and Alex and I have come up with like a format for ours that's going to be, it's not necessarily about like people or ourselves. It's more about like, um, processes and organizational tips and tricks and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, so it's, it's interesting because they're both like communities in their own regards, but they're servicing us and others in different ways that I really, uh, I'm excited about. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Alexis and I, we've talked so much about like, this is just um, a secret that's not a secret. Pod- oh, I just knocked my mic. So professional. Um, <laughs> podcasting is not podcasting is not a way for easy money. Like it's not a no, quick no. easy money. Like no. big, you know, whatever. That's not how it is. And so you have to find that value in it for yourself. Even though I feel like a lot of times, I don't know, the Enneagram 2 and all of us feels like everything, like it's tempting to be like, I want to do this for like the community. I want to help people and that, this and that, whatever. And like, yeah. that's so amazing. And you know, that's a great thing to do, but the only way to really be able to continue to do something is if you have some value in it for yourself, even if it's that you yeah. feel good that you've helped people, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and I feel like we don't want to be selfish, but like you got to have some skin in the game. Well, it sounds um, silly, but like, honestly, a lot of the topics that Alex, so we're going to do it in seasons because we're like, we don't want to get down on it. That is it's very so smart. smart. So smart. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to do it in, like, 10-episode seasons, and I think we're going to try to do two a year, but we'll see. Um, And uh, 
where our plan is to bring on people for certain topics, but um, mm-hmm. our our main drive of it is, it sounds silly, but we're going to call them like DM episodes and they're episodes literally of DMs that we get people asking for questions. Yeah, and yeah. so we yeah. can keep, I'm like a, I'm a queen of a t- quick text things, the shortcuts you can mm-hmm. do. So I'm like going to mm-hmm. have like episode, uh, like notion episode. If someone ever mess, people message me, whenever I post my notion on my <laughs> <You> story, just- <laughs> I'm just going to say, Hey, listen here to the notion episode and yes. you can like get all the information. Yes. So it's more mm-hmm. in that sense where you're saying that's like getting benefit. Like, yes, it'd be great to make money off of it, but also like, I don't think we're ever going to be making like yeah. what the time we put into this podcast is not going to be, uh, oh, you yeah. know, a no. big, uh, <laughs> big, uh, return, <laughs> return. Thank you. Um, so for us, it's like going to be a great, that feeling resource, of we are helping people of. and yeah. And resource and yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Totally. Yeah. And I like Alexis and I have talked so much about like every guest that we have on, like you're getting a new friend and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But in that same kind of vein of, of all these connections, all of that. So what benefits have you found from the connections you formed through obviously your clients with ESM and people with Golden Hour Guild? Like what are the benefits to you and your business yeah. um, in yeah. the same realm of, of being selfish? No, no. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Uh, I mean, my business is 89. I don't know why I picked that number. <laughs> Uh, 90%. You're like, I've calculated it. <laughs> I've calculated it. No, it's probably 90, 90% referrals at this point. So mm-hmm. by not only being a good, uh, someone, you know, a good designer and a good business person, I think, uh, Alexis, you said it earlier where you said like, it's important for graphic designers to be good business like owners yeah. as well. The amount of feedback mm-hmm. I get where people are like, you just are so prompt with your emails and you're so organized. Mm. Like, I think, you know, the three of us are pretty similar where we, you know, you have this, you have a lot else going on. Like to be a creative um, a creative, uh, organized creative is actually like very unique. Um, it's very hard. Yeah, yeah, it's very hard. And a lot of people with that really, uh, you know, creative side of their brain don't necessarily have that logic or like, yep. that sounds silly, but like they don't have that like time management yeah. or like those different pieces. Project um, management, it's like type A of. and type B. Like, yes. yeah, a yes. lot of creatives are not type A. Yeah. And I, my, like in my bios and stuff like that, I joke that I'm like a creative type A because I, I really, mm-hmm. I'm like a color coding, uh, crazy organized person Mm -hmm. so um I think that having those uh, this is a random tangent of what you asked me but um I think that doing that mixed with also again not to like but like creating good work for people yeah that referral network and also building that community along with not only my not only the people that I've worked with in the past and like doing you know servicing them well but also building a community that people you know, follow or join the community and then down yes, the road are yes. like, Hey, I've been, yeah. you know, following you for yes. a year and a half. Let's finally, I've, I'm ready to start this business. I've been thinking about for two years, uh-huh. which honestly has happened probably dozens of times to me where people, uh-huh. you know, followed me on Instagram or, you know, bookmarked my website or whatever they did. And they're like, okay, I'm finally ready to start branding. And I loved your, your branding you did for this random thing I did years ago that honestly, I'm like, it's not even that good. And like, like, let me go look. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think that that's the value in in not only building a community with like other like my you know other other graphic designers and other people like that, but also building a community yeah. within your actual clients are, is that referral network. Absolutely, Definitely. I agree, and I feel like it's an underrated like we talk a lot about community over competition here, but like yeah, being friends with another graphic designer does not mean that You're, they're gonna yeah, like get all your clients. Your like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it will yeah. only help you. It yeah, really will exactly. Only help you. And also like I know when people I I refer 
clients that have reached out many, many times to people that they're in the, they're looking for a certain style or they're a certain brand or they're might be servicing a certain audience that I'm not like the best to address. I refer Absolutely. out all the time. Yeah, I've done the same. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I there's just certain like if you have a there was actually a tech brand that reached out to me for social media management. And I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you right now. I don't know anything about <laughs> that. And I am going to do you a favor and me a favor and not um, yeah, pull this stuff out of my ass. And I will let you go to somebody who does now. Um, yeah. But, okay, final question before we get to random questions. Yeah. For anybody listening who kind of feels alone in their business or kind of lack that sense of community, what is your advice for them to start kind of building that community and and – yeah, don't be afraid to you know. reach people, reach out to people on DMs. I mean, that's how Katie and I got connected. Yeah. That's how Alex and I got connected. That's how Steph and I got connected. Alexis and I now are connected through someone that, you <laughs> <Yes>. know. So <laughs> yeah. um, I think don't be afraid to, like, put yourself out there. And also something, and now that the world's kind of starting to open up a little bit, um, finding events in your local community. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And not only, those might be beneficial for meeting other designers, but also potential clients um, if you're a designer Absolutely. or, you know, some kind of service provider. Um and also reaching out, I love, like, that was my, it's very hard in New York City, but I, in my college town, I, because I started working for, like, one small business, I got connected to others, and I loved, if I lived mm-hmm. in a smaller town, that's, like, I would fully, it'd be so cool to, like, go down a road, and, like, all the businesses have your logos, like, uh, that's my dream, mm-hmm. is, like, down, you know, in 10 years when I'm down in the city to move to some, some small urban or some, you know, but, yeah. um, yeah, I think that starting local and, like, looking within your own community, you know, leveraging both, you know, social and in-person community because I think in this day and age we really do forget that we do have a community right at home and not just online. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Love that. Um, all right, random questions. Okay, so the first one is what is a brand whose branding you've been loving lately? And we were talking before about how oh, we've got a barking situation happening. Um, there's probably some squirrels outside, so um, – <laughs> But we've been talking. We were talking before how we've got a lot. We were all like everybody's branding is looking very similar lately. Um, but that's just how the trends go. But Emma, what is yeah? What is a brand whose branding you've been loving? Mine's not really. Uh, I guess I, I. It's not really brand. It's like a collab. But um, the great is a fashion. I guess a, a clothing line. Uh, it, mm-hmm. that I love and I. It's very like pricey. Like their dresses are like four hundred, five hundred, six hundred dollars, and they're like kind of like fun sundressy so I never really mm-hmm. can justify spending them on something like that um but yeah. they just did a collab with Eddie Bauer which is like so random but they came <laughs> out with like the cutest hiking clothes um mm-hmm. with like floral prints and uh like I bought a rain jacket and a, an activewear set and the rain jacket's like tan and pink and red it's so cute so uh their collab I I, is my answer <laughs> amazing Alexis what are your what's your um name? Mine is a cookie brand. Um, oh, cute. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's my favorite brand at my local grocery store, um, probably ever. It looks like the packaging looks like this. I can try and remember to put it on um, the CYA stories. But my favorite is the confetti cookie, and they're vegan. What's it called? What's the brand? Oh, What's the yeah, brand? it's called Superb Cookies. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's like a vegan, gluten-free cookie brand, and this is the one that I get. It's pink, and it has, like, just the cutest packaging. I just love them. Um, and the cookies are so good, except they're kind of expensive. But it's, like, $5 for, like, a box, which just feels kind of stupid, but I get them anyways. Yeah. You they should try them. They kind of <laughs> look like... Um, amazing. Not to... They kind of look like... Have you heard of Partake? 
which you would if you're gluten free, you'd like them. Oh yeah. It's like I, yeah, that like does color look I'm like half gluten free. Yeah. I like I I'm not gluten free, but I am lactose intolerant, and a lot of gluten free stuff is lactose vegan. intolerant. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not lactose intolerant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, mine is gonna surprise literally nobody because <laughs> I talk about it constantly on the podcast. But summer Fridays, I knew it. Just their whole thing. I just can't. Like, I, I just will never get over it. I don't know. It's consistent all the time it's simple but you would also see it and immediately know that it's summer fridays Mm -hmm. i just think it's very impressive i don't know um if you they're like the original simple beauty brand exactly exactly and i don't know i just like i I love like all of the merch they come out with all of the like the thing they did for their birthday which i'll never shut up about i don't know i'm just obsessed and like i they did this event thing and it was at um La La Land, the coffee shop. Uh, I think it was in LA. But they had like these newspapers printed with like Summer Fridays is turning however old. And like it was all blue and white, like dark blue and white. Um, And they had like specific merch that was, I think, a collab with La La Land. Yeah. Um, I might be, I think it was La La Land. I might be saying that wrong. Is that the yellow one? The yellow coffee shop in LA? Yes. Is that where it was? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, I don't, I've actually never bought a single thing from Summer Fridays. I love their branding, but I I don't know why. I need to buy the, I've heard the lip bomb or butter or whatever it's i was like, gonna say that's yeah. i i'm sold on that i got one like a month ago and i've gone through it absolutely so fast um but yeah i just love i love their brand yeah their stuff's so um it, it's awesome and they're just so consistent i wish i was that consistent <laughs> um okay <laughs> so the last question is and this is because oh. I, this episode okay everybody just ignore Rue. um this episode <laughs> is coming out kind of mid-august probably um and as we all know i'm sure we're all done with summer especially if you live somewhere where it's hot like the south or new york and it's heat wave um so what are you looking forward to most about fall emma you can start um not being uh having to shower when i take my dog for a walk <laughs> yeah, literally literally i can't so even funny. take my dog for a walk because it's too hot like I, i'll do the yeah. asphalt test and i can't yeah, like, it's, I, yeah it's, her I paws would burn Same. off and mine's nine pounds yep. her paws are the size of a quarter so oh. I, uh, yeah she, Carol, she's right here. um but yeah i, I <laughs> she's so cute oh my god hey girl but hey, yeah hey so. girl <laughs> she's so cute um it's a good thing she can't hear rural. She'd be barking like crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that and also I falls like I know it's basic as hell, but falls my favorite season. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I can't wait for all the all the fall things. And also I'm going to um, Alexis's hometown, uh, or not her homeland, um, Vermont. of Vermont. So I'm excited Where to see Vermont the leaves and. Um, I actually haven't booked it yet. I, I had it booked last summer or last summer last fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had it. In, actually in Burlington we had an Airbnb booked and then my boyfriend's job something came up so we had to cha- change it mm-hmm. um, so we still have the credit and we have to use it by like November of this year oh, okay. mm-hmm. so we, we're going I know we have to go because we have to use the credit but yep. um, we haven't I need we just need to sit down and actually book it it's crazy because yeah. we've been like all summer we're like oh yeah we have like forever to book it now that it's August 1st I'm like um <laughs> yeah I have to actually get on that <laughs> is it still gonna be in Burlington yeah. Um, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, I think it depends on what Airbnb is. Like, I, right. I'm all for... When I go on a trip like that, it's all the aesthetic of the Airbnb. So mm-hmm. it depends on what we can find and what it looks like. Like, you should I want, look like, in a cabin vibe. Okay, if you want cabin, you can't be in Burlington. You want to go for, like, Stowe. That's, okay. like, kind of more the, the so vibe that you want to go for. And it also, if so the Airbnbs are going to be, like, 
apartment buildings in Burlington, Airbnbs in Stowe could be like the cabin vibes. Maybe I have a different, a different. T- maybe it wasn't Burlington that we booked. Maybe I just thought that's because of what you said earlier was Burlington. We had like a, it was like a cabin. It, okay, uh, was it like Bennington yeah. or something like that? Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Everyone listening is like, Everyone's okay. like, shut up. Literally, shut up. Um, <laughs> Alexis, please shut up about living in Vermont. Yeah. As like, before we're recording, I'm like, I literally need to move. Um, anyways, so my favorite thing, or not favorite thing, but thing I'm most looking forward to is that uh, in 23 days, I will have my master's degree from SCAD. Wow. Um, That's so exciting. Yes, I'm so excited and scared and crying and throwing up and all the things when are you getting um, married next may okay it's a long time yeah she's she's, she's got summer wow. yeah. for that one yep and then yeah and that's also a thing is that i like wait may of 2023 or 2024 yes 2023 yes oh wow that's that's i mean that's not that far away yeah mm-hmm, totally <laughs> um and like i just have been like so busy with my thesis and everything that like wedding planning stuff has just had to like go on the back burner so I'm both like excited to graduate but I'm also like terrified because then that means like new job and that means not being in school anymore and that means wedding planning and life Mm -hmm. really starting so yeah Katie what about you um I am looking for (laughs) I was gonna say something so dumb I'm not gonna say that um I'm looking forward to (laughs) No, literally. Um, I'm looking forward to the weather cooling down, which will not happen until like November yeah, here. It's a but long time away. It is like it's very bad. Like it's very bad. It's a hundred degrees every day. Um, yeah. And I'm tired of you know when you get to the point in the season where you're like, I have worn every cute outfit. I yep. cannot come up with anything new. I don't want to buy anything new. I just want the other section of my wardrobe yeah. to be available to me. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of at that point. I'm just a little tired of it. Um, and I'm also getting tired of like the swimming, you know, snowball, ice cream vibe. I'm like, Ooh. I need to <laughs> have, I need to have the pumpkin, you know, cupcake muffin vibe. Mm-hmm. That's what I need. Um, but yeah, I did recently, a client of mine sent me her, she's about to launch fall candles on August 20th. And so she sent me them for like content and I was smelling them yesterday. I was like, yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> and I'll start acting like it's fall on September 1st. Oh, but I saw something that we got I think Dunkin' Donuts star- fall menu launches like August 10th. Really? Yeah. yeah I you know what? I'll take part in it yeah, and I'll be buying some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I will be in line at the Dunkin' to get my pumpkin, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think because they come um, out first, and then Starbucks is a September 1st every year, so I think, you know, not to spread fake I'll, I'll, PSL news. <laughs> I saw something about Dunkin' too, but um, yeah, it's it's just got to happen. I, I get such season, like, fatigue yeah. by the end of a season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Before every season, I'm like, my favorite season is coming. I yeah. love summer, and then it's midsummer, and I'm like, no. Yeah. No. No more. I don't want any more. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Okay. Well, Emma, thank you so much for coming on. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you on social media, where they can find your website, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. My Instagram is uh, esm.creative. My website is my full name, Um, You can find Golden Hour Guild at Golden Hour Guild on Instagram. And the podcast is sorted.pod. So... <laughs> 
Amazing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating yeah. and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. And then follow us on TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic and over on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast and our personal accounts, Katie Creative Co., Alexis Adams Aldrich, and ESM.Creative and also Guilt, Golden Hour, Hour Guilt. I couldn't say that. And Sorted.Pod. And Sorted.Pod. <laughs> and we'll All the talk things. to you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thanks so much Bye. for having me.